Welcome to Landmark Worship Center's audio podcast. We hope that this message will inspire and encourage your life. So open your heart and mind and receive what God has for you today. Tonight in the book of Isaiah, chapter 43, uh, verse 2 through 7, I'd like to read those verses here. And um, going to give us a little uh, understanding of what we're talking about as far as fear. Before I read here tonight, Isaiah 43, 2 through 7, um, of course it says, Fear not, knowing the Lord is with you. Fear not, knowing the Lord is with you. Uh, it says, When... You pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I gave Egypt for your ransom, Ethiopia and Seba in your place since you were precious in my sight you have been honored and I have loved you therefore I will give men for you and people for your life fear not for I am with you there's a lot to be said right there <laughs> fear not for I the Lord is speaking I am with you I will bring your descendants from the east and gather you from the west. I will say to the north, give them up, and to the south, do not keep them back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth, everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory. I have formed him, yes, I have made him. Last week we talked about uh, that the Lord is our creator, and when we understand that he has created us and that he is with us, we really have nothing to fear. Um, fear is can torment. Fear can hold you back from doing what God wants you to do. Uh, you know, matter of fact, soul winning, reaching souls, reaching friends. Fear can hold us back from, from um, reaching them when if we're really to dig down deep in their heart and soul, they're wanting to know answers to the life and trying to figure out what is the problem, why am I feeling this way in life, but when we really have the answer. And fear grips us and fills our minds full of all kinds of thoughts to the point where we hold back and don't talk to them about the answer, which is the Lord. Uh, there's a lot of fears that can hold us back from a lot of things. Um, even in our world right now, there's so much fear going around. But we do have to understand that God is with us. I do know that um, you know some people that are very dear to us have passed from this life, from COVID. And uh, I do know that there is, uh, it's a very serious thing. But I also look at 
um, which I know the world might not look at it this way, but the church has a hope beyond this life. Uh, as we walk with God, if God chose to take us at any point, there is a purpose behind that. Uh, I fully trust the Lord, and I believe you fully trust the Lord also. And as Paul said, you know, hey, you know, if, if God chose to take me, uh, you know, it would be great gain for him. But he realizes if the Lord chooses for him to stay, it's going to be great gain for here because God has a purpose. God has a purpose in everything, whether it's to stay here or to go beyond this life. I do feel sorry at times uh, for the world uh, and the world views because fear can go so rampant in people's lives uh, when you don't have any hope beyond this life you're going to fear and it's going to torment you to the day that you pass from this life but there is a reassurance here to the people of God that realize that God is with us he is our creator he breathed into our life our lungs the breath of life we became a living soul but fear not in the scripture knowing that the Lord is with you do you realize that right now the Lord is with you right now. He's with you when you're on the job. He is with you when you're driving down the highway. Uh, he is with you when, uh, when it seems like that the finances are just not enough to take care of the bills. Fear tries to set in, but I want you to replace that fear because the Lord said, fear not, knowing that the Lord is with you. Uh, I know there's a lot of fears that can come up. How many times have we heard testimonies? And even right here in this house tonight, we have heard the testimonies in the last several years that I didn't think that the finances were going to be enough to stretch out to pay the bills. But some reason, somehow, it took care of itself. No, it didn't just take care of itself. God was with you. God was with you. So when we, when we are in situations of life and, uh, you know, we, we've got to replace fear with the thought that the creator is with us, our God, our redeemer, he is with us. He's with us right now. He's with us when we go home. He's with us when we sleep. He is with us when we get up in the morning. He's with us at all times. There might be times that, and I, I know the fear that comes even in this time, this, this struggle, this, this uh, if any kind of sickness comes our way, if we get a little cough, all of a sudden fear says you got COVID. If we get a little fever, it could be a fever from a cold or a normal sickness, COVID. <laughs> I mean, fear just grips our mind, but we have to understand God is with us the Bible says that um, when you pass through the waters I will be with you um, I, I want to ask the question here tonight maybe we can get some responses here have you ever felt a deep deep fear in your life have you ever felt a deep fear anybody yes anybody want to just real quick say something about what it was or no what what it was all what the fear was 
Ja. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. In Jesus' name, there's power in the name of Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing testimony. It reminds me when I was a kid. This is B.C., before Christ. I didn't really know about calling on the name of Jesus. But I remember when I, when I was a kid, dry, riding my bike up down the streets, we we wore bikes out on the on the streets around the blocks and uh, back then dogs could run all over the place and one of the fears that I had because I had some events that this happened I would be riding my bike up the street and every now and then there was a, a house and a dog that would just come running out and I was trying and the dog would be nipping and biting and growling at my feet and uh, so I would try to uh, pedal my bike as fast as I could and at the same time I was going like this <laughs> trying to kick the dog but it was a fear it just gripped me it got to the point where I almost didn't ride my bike up the street anymore until they got rid of the dog it was just a very fearful thing and I understand what you're talking about there's another hand over here fear anybody talk about fear yes right yep yep that can be a fearful thing definitely definitely a, one phone call can change our whole life you know anybody else fear ever had a fear yes can do that to you they can make you stand still where you can't function you can't do anything amen one more 
Anybody? Yes. Oh, my child. <laughs> Kyle's fault, yes, yeah, the great instigator. <laughs> a lot of fears. A lot, we could talk about fears all night long, things of, that have happened. But when you pass through the waters, the Lord said, "I will be with you." When, when you pass through waters, uh, through any potential obstacle in our lives, you can. When you look at the word in the scripture, the waters, "I will be with you." It applies to any obstacle, any struggle, any situation that we're faced with in life. Uh, God will be with us. Uh, I remember many times, even swimming, and uh, uh, of course we were kind of crazy in our swimming, and someone would jump in the water right on top of my head when I was in the water and knock me under the water, almost knock me out. And I, there's been times I jumped in the water and I thought, I'm never going to make get back up to the top, the surface, before I die in fear. There's a lot of things that can bring fear, but uh, God will be with us even in deep waters, deep waters. Um, it says here that uh, we must walk, uh, walk also through the fire. When we walk through the fire, He said that you will not be burned. Of course, this also talks about the water. And it also talks about the river. I've often stood over here at the river and thought there was no way in the world I would ever try to cross that river. Uh, I remember back when um, Alt, the old Alton Bridge, remember that old Alton Bridge, it went over and then it made, it, made a, a dog leg to the, what was it, the right or left? I can't remember which way it was. But I remember going across that bridge when I was in college, um, just exploring, me and a couple of friends of mine, and I remember looking down and looking at the water it was just swirling like whirlpools. I was thinking, you know, uh, I hope I don't ever fall in this water because it will pull you down. But that's the way life can be. Sometimes situations of life can get us in a whirlpool where it's pulling us down under the water and trying to suffocate us. Uh, the water, the rivers... When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. In other words, you're going to keep your head above water because the Lord is with us. Uh, when you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. You see, when God is with us, he is for us. We know that he's for us. We're his creation. Why would he not be for us when he's with us? And when he's with us, who can be against us? That's scripture. If God be for us, who can be against us? The enemy of our lives is trying to destroy us, cannot overcome us as long as we understand our creator is with us. I do believe that God is wanting us as children of the Lord to understand that he is right there beside us. We might not be able to see him physically. We might not be able to touch him with our physical hand at that point. But there have been times that we have felt his presence. How many times have you been in fear and all of a sudden you felt the overwhelming presence of God 
you knew that he was near that he was taking care of the situation have you felt that I'm sure we all have at some point or another uh, understanding it but God wants you to continue to understand that when you go about everyday life whatever you're doing going to the store going to school going to work going to staying at home working in the yard whatever you're doing that God is with you I believe that God wants us to be conscious of that presence and there's nothing to fear Israel had a lot of trials a lot of these things they brought on themselves but to show the mercy and grace of the Lord that he is our creator even though we even though Israel made some bad mistakes some bad decisions still yet God was there to deliver them to help them out it's the same thing with us it's the same thing with with the people of God sometimes we might make bad decisions but God is there ready to help us to get out of that situation if we just turn to him and realize he's with us uh, I believe that the the great um, uh, the great blessing upon David King David's life uh, you know he made a lot of mistakes he he messed up royally we know that uh, no pun intended he messed up royally he was a king but when you think about that um, one of the greatest attributes of David's life was he had a relationship with God so strong that he knew that his creator was with him you could read the Psalms and you could see in the words of the Psalms that he 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 penned these hymns uh, out on a hillside somewhere taking care of the sheep and he he, he penned these things and I, I notice many times I read a psalm and he, he starts out praising God and then all of a sudden he gets into the middle of the psalm and he's, he's, he's venting, venting to the Lord. Lord, the enemy's against me. The, the struggle is here. I'm, I'm, I'm up against so many things and I don't know how to get through this. But then he gets to the end of the psalm and then he says, but yet you are with me and he starts praising the Lord again. You know, I think that we can understand David's plight because we have been there too, uh, that there are times that we do need to vent to the Lord in prayer. Uh, that doesn't mean cussing, by the way. It means venting. It means pouring out some things to God and saying, God, I don't understand this. God has big shoulders. He can handle that. He can, he can understand that. He, he, he knows when we're venting and when we're, God, I, I don't understand what's going on, but yet, as David said, yet will I trust him. Yet will I trust you in this. Because David, David understood the power of repentance when he made a mistake. He didn't lay in that. He didn't stay there. He, he, um, he believed in God. He knew that God's presence was with him every day. So those fears, it's a natural thing for fear, but we can replace fear with understanding that God is with us. God is with us. Trials are going to be inevitable. These scriptures don't say that if you pass through the waters. It doesn't say if you go through the fire. It doesn't say if you cross the river. It doesn't say that, if. No, what it says is 
when you pass through the waters when you pass through we're all going to pass through some obstacles and some struggles of water and rivers and fire there's been fire in our lives there's been struggle in our lives there's been uh, almost a thinking of drowning in the weight of the struggle but yet we're fighting to keep our nose above the water treading water but he didn't say if you pass through he said when you pass through the waters I am with you I am with you if we could grip grip that grasp it and understand it that God is with us through all of our situations when we're on the mountaintop when things are going good God is with you but he's also with you in the valley he's also with you in the struggle uh, the text also doesn't say when you walk on padded carpet and everything is going perfect I will be with you no he said when you go through that when you go through the water when you go through the river when you go through the fire I'm going to be with you he was talking about the toughest of circumstances trials waters can consume us to the point where it covers us fire can annihilate us and turn us into ashes but the Lord said fear not because I'm with you I am with you you know these are compared to battles and struggles of life that we're talking about it kind of brings the thought of Shadrach Meshach and Abednego can you imagine what they were faced with when they didn't bow down they took a stand of of trust and faith in their creator they didn't fear I'm not going to say there was no fear I'm sure that being human there was a tinge of not knowing what's going to happen we're natural it's just natural for us to feel a few things here but when they begin to understand that I trust God enough to make this decision that I'm not going to bow down and I'm going to only bow to God then their lives were put in a place of going through a fire and not just fire but the Bible says that the king fired it up a whole lot hotter than what was it seven times hotter than what it would have normally been but it, it, they were going through a time of going through fire but they trusted in the Lord they replaced their fear with trusting God and one of the things that, that they were th talking about here and we're going to read that scripture but one of the things that they were thinking about was if God delivers us so be it if God does not deliver us that's, okay. that's going to be okay too they removed that fear I think that's the way we have to look at things in life as a child of God the three sons of Judah cast into Babylonian furnace because they would not bow or bend to worship an idol. What would we do if we were up against a situation like that? Would we cave thinking that it's going to get past us? I think it would be a whole lot worse if we caved. If we trust in God, God, you're going to set your life up for a miracle. For a miracle. If they had caved, they wouldn't have seen a miracle that they had experienced. But because they trusted in the Lord and replaced their fear with 
that God is with me they saw one of the greatest miracles of the Bible of all mankind the existence of mankind Daniel 3 19 through 25 then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury and the form of his visage was changed against Shadrach Meshach and Abednego therefore he spake and commanded that they should heat the furnace one seven times more than it was wont to be heated and he commanded the most mighty men that were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and to cast them into the fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their coats, their hosen, and their hats, and their other garments, and were cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent and the furnace exceeding hot, the flame of the fire slew those men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego." The men that were throwing them in the fiery furnace died from the heat. But Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego weren't touched by the fire. They weren't even scorched. They weren't singed at all. They didn't have the smell of smoke on them. Then these men were bound in their coats, hosens, hats, or other garments, cast in the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent and the furnace exceeding hot, the flame of the fire slew those men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down bound into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. And then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished and rose up in haste and spake and said unto his counselors, Did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt, and the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. When I read that scripture, I think about that, you know, they, they replaced their fear with understanding that their Creator was with them, their Redeemer was with them. They might not have seen Him physically when they went into the furnace. But in the midst of the fire, God revealed himself to them. I know that God does that for us. We're going to see God when we replace our fear with understanding that God is with us. We will see him. He will reveal himself. He will show some things that we would not see otherwise. And that's what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego experienced in the midst of the fire. In the midst of the water, in the midst of the river, in the midst of the fire, understand God is with you. Amen? This passage of uh, Scripture in the book of Isaiah also gives us a full image from the book of Exodus, from Egypt. Uh, the statement that is made... Exodus 20 I am the Lord your God I am the Lord your God but it didn't stop there in Exodus 20 and 2 because it's followed by these words not only did he say I am the Lord your God he also said who brought you out of Egypt out of the land of slavery Israel even to this day goes back to that experience standing at the Red Sea and they celebrate it 
understanding that God led them through this. They were up against a situation and the army coming at them, ready to kill them. Anybody would think of using fear, but when they realized that God was with them, God took them across, parted the Red Sea. They walked across on dry land. There's a purpose there too. God could have allowed it to just be muddy and they could have got bogged down in the mud and then the army came in after them but he, he allowed it to be dry land in the midst of the Red Sea and they all went across and then when the army got into the middle of the sea God closed the water in on them Israel was in the midst of the water and the river they weren't touched but the army of Egypt when they got in the middle of the river they were covered because they were trying to destroy the people that the Lord loved that's also what the Bible says in the book of Isaiah chapter 43 he does all of this because he loves us but you see Israel learned from the past it drives them even yet today there are miracles after miracles through history of Israel that God has come through for them there is a history behind the church too church, the church is a spiritual Israel there is history behind the church of things that God has brought the church through from the book of Acts to this day even this church has miracles where God has brought us through when we stood there uh, came back from camp stood there at the old building where there's a picture circulating around I think my mother-in-law took it or somebody took it but we were standing there looking at this building that had just the roof was laying out in the middle of the street after the big wind came storm came and there was a, a kind of a uneasiness but yet a peace there because we knew that God had this we had heard a prophetic word over that situation six to eight weeks we were going to be moved out of that building and it was six weeks and three days it happened we knew that God had a plan and how God has worked all of that out there's a lot of churches a lot of pastors that say they would love to experience that same thing I believe that we experienced it because God had a plan. I wouldn't want to experience it if God didn't have a plan. But God had a plan. And when we look at everything that transpired to that whole ordeal, now we have a history. We had a history before that of miracles. But we have a history as a church. Why should we fear when we're walking on a miracle? why should we fear we can learn from those past experiences Israel has learned from the past experiences of the parting of the Red Sea they've learned from the past experiences of God delivering them they've learned from past experiences where they didn't have water and water came from the rock and gave water to all of Israel and where God gave them food in the middle of the wilderness they crossed the Jordan River it parted uh, they went into the promised land. They took the land that God had said that they could have. First went to Jericho. I remember us driving by Jericho and seeing Jericho. It's a different city than what it was then. But the walls 
were so strong at that time they were up against a up against a wall I guess you could say no pun intended but maybe there is a pun there um, but they were up against a wall and and they could have feared and backed off from this miracle but yet they were obedient to the word of the Lord they did what the Lord said and them walls that were so strong came crumbling down no army could have done that God is the only one that could have done that there's some things in our life that we can't do some things doctors can't do some things other people can't do but God can do it as long as we as a people of God understand that God is with us the Lord's saying don't fear he's with you right now right now but they learn from past experience this church we can learn from past experiences we got so many testimonies if God could do it then he could still do it now he's not changed he's the same yesterday today and forever yesterday today and forever covers the past the present and the future God is with us he's with us right now we might not be bouncing off the ceiling and jumping the pews and running the aisles, but God is with us right now. Israel, through, through history, is just as indestructible as God's word and God's covenant. They're still standing. They've been through so many situations. So many, they've been faced with so many waters, so many rivers, so many fires, so many struggles. But they're still there. Just like God's word is still established. Right now in our world, there are people that are trying to say that the word of God is just a story. It's just a figment of people's imagination. Those Bible people just... They don't know what they're talking about, just some kind of feel-good thing. Uh, let me tell you, I know that you know it, I know it, that, that our God has come through every situation. And we've seen the word of God come to pass. So when I say that Israel, in a lot of ways, is indestructible like God's word and his covenant, the reason why Israel is seems to be indestructible is because God loves them even though they made mistakes and he covers them or protects them there is history books that have been so powerful miracles of things that they should be totally annihilated from the face of the earth but God came through and the Bible says in the scripture in Isaiah 43 it's because he loves them matter of fact whoever can annihilate Israel can, can do more than Satan because he's tried it he hasn't accomplished it and all the powers of hell have, have not been able to overcome them same thing with the church God is going to protect the church because he loves us he cares for us he's with us what is true of Israel is equally true of the church God is with us he is helping us and another thing about the walking through the fire that's what the Bible says it says walk through the fire it didn't say they ran through the fire uh, there's been times you know as a kid you know we would try to run across the coals of fire anybody try to do that Eric I can see you going like this because I know you've done it 
you've probably done about everything dangerous that you could even create. Um, but I don't see myself walking slowly, barefoot across the coals of fire. Uh, if it was me, I'd be running as fast as I could, trying to trying to fly over the top of them. But the Bible says, when you walk through the fire, when you run through the fire, there's fear involved. But when you walk through the fire, you have confidence that God is with you. So we can walk through the fire. We don't have to panic. We don't have to fear. We don't have to run as if we didn't trust God. You know, when you have fear in your life, you tend to run as fast as you can. But when you're faced with situations and you just, you trust God, you walk. It's just a walk of faith. Trust in God. When you walk through the fire, Walking is the pace at which you go when you are not in a hurry. When you are not concerned or alarmed. When you are not burdened or anxious. Then you walk. And listen to this scripture in Isaiah 28, 16. You've got to listen to the common close on this scripture right here. He that believeth shall not make haste. You ever heard that scripture before? We've heard that different times. Isaiah 28, 16, he that believeth shall not make haste. Have you ever noticed, have you ever noticed the elders that have been through trials and situations and seen God come through and everybody else is all up in arms and fearful and what are we going to do wringing their hands and this and that and then you look at the people that have been through the fire before and you look at the people that have been through the water before and people that have been through the struggle before and they're just sitting back watching everybody you ever notice that you know the elders that have been through the struggle and they're just trusting God having faith in God I think we can learn a lot from our elders. You know, you look at different ones that have been down that road before and they've seen God come through. They're not running in fear, running away. They're just putting one foot in front of the other, just walking, trusting in God. I thank the Lord for our elders. We cannot make it as a church without our elders. Um, they stabilize the church. They stabilize our faith. They stabilize our walk with God. We give honor to the elders of the church because they've seen some things that we haven't seen. They've experienced some things that we haven't experienced. And some of the things they've seen before and they've experienced before and maybe some things have been a whole lot worse but yet as they trusted God and realized that they replaced the fear knowing that the creator was with them and the redeemer was with them and God brought them through and he can do it today also it's a walk with God not a run with God it's a walk with God
We don't have anything to fear because our Creator is with us. Amen? Amen. I'd like for us to stand. And I want us to give thanks unto our Creator. And I want us from this day forward, wherever you go, whatever you do in life, I want you to realize that God is there with you. He's standing with you. He's in you. He's in you through the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Let's give thanks unto him tonight. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your goodness.